1: Welcome back, everyone, to the first team NFL draft and college football podcast. Ryan Roberts and Joe DeLeon here, bringing you all a little bit of insight into the 2024 NFL draft class. And a part of this exercise, we always try to bring on some of the top prospects in each cycle. And we're fresh off of a fantastic career out of, out of the University of New Hampshire. Started out as a New York guy, which we'll get into a little bit of the background as well. Record setting for New Hampshire. Also went to the Reese's Senior Bowl and had a dominant week down in Mobile, Alabama. He's preparing now for a combine performance coming up here soon in Indianapolis. Joe and I will be on Boots on the Grounds in Indianapolis to watch that event as well. And we are del- joined by New Hampshire great 2024 running back NFL draft prospect, Dylan Lauby, who I some people, pronunciation has been all over the place throughout yeah. the draft process. But Dylan, I appreciate you for joining the show, man. First and foremost, thank you so much and appreciate you for joining us.
0: Thank you for having me, man. That was a hell of an intro. So I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, man.
1: I, I I have I've gotten a you know, I've gotten I've gotten some compliments in the past it's on good. the intro. So I, ho- yes. I hope it did I can't it.
2: I can't say I'm gonna be as as nice to you because you know we, <laughs> we played against each other, which I found that I didn't even I, I recall playing against you, but like I, I was for some reason thought there was a little bit of a mix up in our, our timeline. Yeah. But it's no, cool getting to good. connect, right? It's cool to, uh, I personally probably did not go against you because I was a long snapper and you were, <laughs> yeah,
0: you were running back.
2: Uh, we <laughs> yeah, were turning sure. kicks by the way back then when, yes. when we, faced yes. you guys?
0: yeah. My uh, uh, 20, uh, 2019 was my first year, okay, turning kicks. So I was a little, yeah. young boy. I could.
2: I could probably pull up some tape of you juking me out then, me trying to come down and tackle (laughs) you. That's somewhere out there. (laughs) Maybe, maybe.
1: Well, Dylan, I really wanted to start you out because we are also not only is is Joe a CAA guy like yourself, we are also all tri-state guys as well because we're New Mm -hmm. Jersey guys. You're from the state of New York. I did a little bit of a deep dive into your high school background, so I want to read some crazy stats for a second, Joe. Ready? So, West Hampton Beach High School, he has... These career numbers are crazy. He scored 120 career touchdowns One in high school. 687 carries for 6,495 yards. I'm not a math guy. That's almost 10 yards to carry. 101 yeah. touchdowns on the ground. Another 64 catches for over 1,200 yards, 14 touchdowns. And by the way, five more touchdowns off of kick returns as well. Dylan, that high school career, and yet yeah. I'm seeing reported oh, here, you had only one scholarship offer. New yeah. Hampshire was it for you. Yeah. So talk to me about that, man. A little bit of the recruiting background. And despite the great things you are able to do, you went a little bit under-recruited, obviously, coming out of the state of New York.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you guys probably know, like, New York is not really a big football state. May, maybe besides, like, the city. I would say the city's probably, like, the only kind of place where they kind of get some football, like, uh, recognition there. Um, but on the island, man, there's not much there. Mm. Uh, it's a very big lacrosse area. So like all the friends that I train with and all the stuff, they're uh, going to Duke, UNC, um, all those big time schools. So kind of growing up, I was always playing lacrosse and and, uh, football and kind of everyone was saying, Hey, like you're going to have to probably play lacrosse. I was like, no, man, like I want, I want to play football. So once again, having a great, a great career, man. Um, I was expecting maybe a couple offers, But um, my junior day, I actually got pretty sick with um, I had um, uh, Lyme disease, so I couldn't really go to uh, much camps. So that kind of stopped my whole progress there, and I would say that kind of was a big kind of impact on my whole uh, recruiting process. But once again, uh, when I got healthy again, um, I went to a couple camps. I went to a couple big time camps like like BC, uh, Yukon, where the net. They weren't. They weren't like huge, but they were like a pretty good sized teams, and they just had no love for me whatsoever. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the only camps that only the teams that kind of are interested in me. So UNH was one of those few schools, and on the spot they um they they offered me. So that was kind of my first school there, and I was expecting maybe Stony Broke, my local right. team and they didn't even budge um and kind of i took a couple of visits to you uh, unh and uh i love the staff there the culture there the team um and i was like you know what this is my home so i committed probably a couple months into the recruiting process and it's been my home ever since man it's been a fun journey so far
2: that's so dumb that stony brook didn't offer you because, I mean, as you know, in, in both of our times playing them, they've stunk. They, they've been bad. They have not really had a lot of it. So let me ask you that. Like having that yeah. opportunity to play against oh. a, a program like Stonebrook, like how nice was that for
0: you I getting to it. score points against I, them? I loved it so much. I loved playing them. And that was the one game I circled every single year. And I made sure I put a stamp on them every single time. And they, they know that they messed up. Um, <laughs> it's fun too because like, I trained with a bunch of guys on the team too so it was just right. like it was like you know what hey man sure so um, but yeah every time I came home, because I think I played at Stony Brook's field three times in my in my career um, and every time there's like a huge big homecoming game for me so it was uh, it was definitely a fun time uh, being their ass a little bit so it was a good <laughs> <laughs> well I think I'm three and one uh, against them because I think they beat me my true freshman year, which I didn't Yeah, play, they were decent then. They good. were yeah. they were okay. 40, they beat us too okay. that same yeah, season. They were pretty good, but that was like their last year that they they were even decent. So but enough of them. Enough of this. <laughs> well well Dylan, I will say this is
1: that New Hampshire was certainly very happy that you ended up attending their university because we I mean you saw the numbers you put up I mean, you were a dynamic kick returner during your career at UNH. You were also a great receiving back. You're also a great mm-hmm. rusher. I mean, you almost had 3,000 yards rushing on top of the receiving numbers you had or the kick yep. return. Very versatile weapon. Just kind of looking yep. back at your UNH career, just how thankful are you, man, for the fact that they did yeah. give you a opportunity and you were able to capitalize on it, obviously.
2: Bet online remains your top spot for all of your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, NHL are all in full swing. Bet online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code Believe. That's B L E A V for fifty percent off your first deposit. That is a 50% welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts.
0: Well, I think that kind of started my true freshman year also because once again, I wanted to play, but they were right short me. And that was the first year that you were allowed to play in four games. So my old head head coach, Mac, he truly believed in special teams. So he was like, Hey, the only way you're going on the field is if I, I can trust you on special teams. So my true freshman year, I played four games on special teams. I played kickoff, punt, punt return. I was on the KOR team, but I wasn't the return uh, the returner then. But once again, I earned my way on special teams. I got the trust there. Um, and then kind of my redshirt freshman year, I was more of a running back, but then they trust me on special teams, so I played K- uh, kick returner. I was the backup. Punt returner. I was on the punt team, so so I was on three out of the four teams, um, and I also played. I was probably more of like a third down back. So once again, that kind of staple of me trusting myself and kind of being on special teams and earning the trust from the coaches, the culture the, of the team, and all that stuff. It kind of, I would say, kind of made me that versatile player of that special teams guy, that running back, the receiving back, because I I had to earn myself and. Earn my way on the field by other different positions
2: now it's not often uh that we see a lot of caa guys or fcs guys especially now in like the modern yeah. uh version of, of fcs football because a lot of these guys do end up jumping when they get that opportunity yep. to but when were you starting to feel like you were going to get that opportunity to play at the next level when did it start to feel really tangible we kind of talked before we started yep. recording Uh, that Central Michigan was a huge game that I think for a lot of non-FCS football fans, you know, that really put you on the map. But was there ever a point before that that you felt, you know what, I think I can really do this, and you were starting to get a little bit of uh, NFL love?
0: Yeah, I think my – and then my junior year was when I first became a true FCS All-American, and um, I kind of got some buzz there, especially around the FCS kind of – nation there where like, hey, like, okay, this kid's pretty good. Um, and I was getting a couple calls from like agents, marketing guys. And I was like, okay, like maybe they might know something and they might think, Hey, like I'm pretty good. Um, and then that was kind of the start of it. And I kind of getting a little more uh, confidence there. And then this year was definitely the the big kind of opening of everything. And I think that central Michigan game was kind of my Kind of my start to this whole progress
1: well well dylan the first time i remember you was actually the 2022 season so the junior year that i believe you're talking about where yep. down the course of that season i think you guys went like nine and four that year you yep. guys had a yep. really good team and i remember down the stretch though you were putting up just like crazy game after crazy game like you were yeah. stacking them man just like running the it football game. like Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ford was great that year. I mean, they had a really good offense that year. And you, but you guys were just stacking great game after great game. And I remember looking at the uh, Blesto report before the season from a scouting perspective. And you had at that point borderline draftable grades. Like there was some late round, there was some, you know, priority free agent. Like you had some draft buzz at that point. And then you had that Central Michigan game, which I think just. Obviously, you know, it caught Jim Nagy's attention, obviously. It caught NFL drift, um, NFL scouts' attention. Can you talk to me about just the rise you've had during the course of this year and ultimately getting that Senior Bowl opportunity, man, which is huge for a player at your level, obviously.
0: So before that, though, I think you guys would know too, especially in the CAA, like all of our games are streamed on Flow Sports. So it kind of – to be honest, I'm going to say, yeah, say it sucks. Because once again, if you're a fan, you can't really watch unless you right. buy it. And I think every month it's like 50 bucks. So it's like pretty that expensive terrible. You yeah. have to watch <laughs> one game, right? And it's and it just sucks. So I think once again, my junior year, when we got in the playoffs, they're all on e- ESPN too. So once again, that Fordham game kind of blew, blew me up. And uh, it was pretty cool. There was a, uh, a play where I was running down the sideline and I did a little high five, Touchdown, and it was kind of like a whole big thing. But um, when I got to I Central, that. yeah, yeah, when I got to Central Michigan, um, that uh, that game was just crazy. It was just a chaotic game, and that was kind of our first re- uh, uh, real thing of like, hey, like we could be a really good team this year. And that was yeah. one of the, especially playing those big teams, like you're expecting to get your ass whooped. So like when we kind of got there, we're like, hey, this team is okay, and we got a chance to win this game. So from the start, we were just flying around. It was a back-and-forth game, and just the way the game was kind of just flowing, it was just me just in space and just kind of just either catching the ball or running the ball, and it was just a wild game. And then after the game, uh, when Jim – um, and when kind of everyone was just like, Hey, just like blowing it up, saying I had a crazy game, all this stuff. I was like, damn, I might have a shot here guys. Like I might have a shot here. And, um, kind of when I got the invitation, it was actually against you or I in the, oh, hotel. it was a night before. Um, and I got a phone call from my agent and my dad who was like a, it was like a combine, uh, uh call, call. And uh, they're like, yeah, you just got invited to the Reese's game or the bowl, and uh, I was like, no way! I was like, this is going to be insane. So like, I think it was kind of like so much of like a uh, what's it called when they're trying to hype you up for like a game. So it was almost like it was almost like okay, like this is going to be a, a a fun weekend, um, and that was just a cr- like crazy thing. And I was like, there's no way like a small school guy like me is going to get a shot to play in the Reese's game, so. And I right. kind of got that information, I was like, "Oh my god! Like I'm going to to the Reese's game." Uh, so it was kind of crazy weekend, but um, yeah, man, it was uh, yeah, it was a hell of a week in Alabama, though. It was a hell hell of a week, so um, yeah, it was fun, man. So a
2: little bit of a messier question. Um, yeah, and it, that's awesome that you know to hear that story and, and to hear you getting the phone call and, and to, to maybe yeah. it be a little bit unexpected. Was there ever a point because there's you know, there's a lot of guys that I talked to at the FCS level and guys that we've yeah. actually had on this show that have told us that they'd – like Tucker Craft is one who's on the Packers yeah. that actually told yeah. Ryan that he had been uh, approached by some larger FBS programs. Was there ever a point that that had happened to you? There was ever yes. a
0: spot where an FBS program reached out and said, we want you to come play for us? Junior year – at the end, it, it it wasn't coaches; it was through agents because because I guess they wow. know guys and coaches. So it it, it was almost like like a, a third person thing where like hey, like a couple of these schools were are, are willing to give you a big chunk of money, man, and like if you if you want to go, like you have a, ch- a chance to go big time. So it was a couple ACC schools, mm-hmm. MAC schools. Um, and I thought about it. I, I, I truly did for like a couple of days. And I was like, man, that money sounds really good. But then it was funny because it was my dad who was like, Dylan, like you're not playing this game for, uh, for the money. You're playing this game because you truly love the game and you're here to establish yourself as one of the best. And and I was like, you know what? Like if I'm only going for, for the money, then why am I even – Playing so once again like I chose I was like I think I thought I thought about it for like two days and I was like you know what I'm not going I'm staying and then every coach on my staff was like thank God <laughs> like they was so sweet. and you know what it was just it, it like once again it was such a quick thought and I was like. I was like, I would, I would have regretted more and not knowing what I could have done my last year at UNH than what, mm. than what if at some big time school if I was a, I was a rotational back and yeah, making some money. Um, but once again, we also thought we were going to win a uh, national championship this year, which we did not. But um, it was still a fun year. So, but whatever.
1: Well, it, I, I'm curious because it's a great story. Because yeah. that's what's getting lost in college football, right? Is like 100%. that that feel of family and being a part of something and finishing it out. And you got to play with with Max Brosmer, who's now going to Minnesota yep. and yep. play with the guys that you had been playing with for five to six years. What was it like? I guess, because you mentioned the, the Mobile Week was a great week and it was it was yeah. crazy. But you got to wear the the UNH helmets, right, for the last yeah. time, and to represent. Uh-huh. Like, what is that like to be able to be a representative of a school that was home for you for so long?
0: Well, even at UNH, also, like the culture there is always about family, and I feel like once again at these schools now that culture is gone because you're bringing in so much new guys and transfers, and it's like it's now it's just becoming like a one year team, and it's becoming a brand new team every single semester. And at UNH, I mean, since I've been there, we've had maybe three transfers, and it was just because like we had to get some guys. And um, that col- that culture is built from freshman year to every single year possible, and like everyone grows in the same atmosphere, and like you learn together, and you like are in the tough times since day one, and like that cu- that culture there is what kind of makes that team so special. And I know for Max, when he left, like it killed him. Like I know for like, I know for Max, like he called every single coach he wanted to, because, like, that was his home and that culture there. That was his second family. And I think when he left, he was like, "Damn, man, that sucks." But he knew that he had had to go big, uh, big time because he wants to play in the play in the uh, NFL. But um, yeah, just wearing wearing that helmet one one last time, man, was kind of crazy man because like i've been playing with that helmet for over a half a decade now so it was like like just kind of just a a, a surreal thing that i kind of like can like represent us one last time on the biggest stage possible so it was such a cool thing just to kind of show everyone so
2: a two-part question here um first of all nfl combine like we mentioned at the beginning coming up really soon uh, yeah. We know that you're training and you're preparing. First part of this is where is that pre-draft process happening? Where are you currently, you know, working on all that stuff as you yeah. you get ready to uh, to rock when uh, you know when when you're going to be running and doing all that testing
0: in Florida, baby, in the complete opposite of the cold, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're one of I'm, those guys. Got <laughs> uh, a tan. I'm staying away from the cold, man. Uh, just, what, uh, what facility <laughs> are you at? Uh, X3 in uh, Fort Myers. So, okay. Uh, nice. Awesome. Nice. Actually too much. Cool. My parents moved down here in 2021. 20, um, and they've been here since and actually the owner of the place, um, hit me up in like 2021 it was, Hey, like any shot you want to come train, train here. And mm-hmm. If you're ever around in Fort Myers, just come check it out. I'm like, actually, yeah, sure. Like I'll, be there this summer. So I've been there since. And uh, it's definitely a place that I call my home too. So it's an awesome facility. Awesome facility. I love the the training. The
2: the second part of this, Ryan, before you hop in, can you give us – I always like when we get guys to call their shot a little bit and we're we're not going to get enough interviews to get too many guys to call their shot. Your best testing number, what do you think it's going to be out of all the drills? And what do you think Uh, the number is going to be?
0: Listen, I mean, listen – I think my my shuttle, my shuttle is okay, probably makes my, sense. My, it's my best thing. Um, I'm gonna be sub sub three. I don't want to go too crazy, but I've been consistently testing like a three eight four. So I've been. Oh okay. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three nine maybe. So like. Three, Three eight if oh, I come
2: right. on come on dude we okay. seven I, 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 three I, I, seven I'm just kidding I'm just kidding, I'm hey,
0: just kidding. Hey, listen, <laughs> it's my bench too I'm super excited I'm short I'm strong man I might be hitting twenty-five maybe thirty really bench maybe on thirty okay. I said like twenty-five but uh forty I think is my biggest thing too now. I think I think they have me project at like a four six five or like a four like high high uh, high fives. And I've been consistently running like a four four eight. So once again, if if I'm flying around, I'm hoping for a mid four four. But once again, that high four fours is is kind of my number right now. So, so I think once again, I'm gonna keep saying that. I think the combine was built was built for me. Like I think it's gonna be something that I can truly like kind of showcase everything. And it's kind of it's gonna be a fun week. Man, I, I was
1: going to say before Joe's follow up is that you're down in Florida, Joe's out in California, I'm in New Jersey, and, and apparently, North Jersey is getting five to eight inches of snow tonight. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys are missing that. I heard it's going to be
0: crazy. I heard it's yes. going to be insane.
1: Uh, D- Dylan, I, I think the best way to end this because me yeah. and Joe are both going to be out in Indianapolis. We'll be rooting yeah. for you, obviously, hoping for a great performance. My question is, and this is kind of a very cliche question that you're probably being yep. asked a million times in the, the one-on-one interviews in Indianapolis. I'm sure you got asked a million times down in Mobile. But ultimately, man, you're about to achieve a childhood dream here. And there's going to be a lot of play- people that are going to ask you, what do you bring to the organization? So two-parter to end it here is Let's one, do how long – how long has this been a dream of you to be able to play in the NFL? And the second part is
0: what are you going to bring to a team that does take yeah. a chance on you in this draft? Yeah. So first I'd say since I was five, so I've been playing since I was five. Actually, no, that's a lie. Cause at five, I hated the sport. I completely hated the sport. I wanted no part of the game. I was miserable. I would say at six and seven, when I became a running back was when I was like, you know what? I actually like love this game. And it was kind of like, when I was growing up, I like I want to be in the I want to be be in the NFL. So that was probably like I would say like around like seven. Um, and then the second part to the question was I think everyone kind of says vers- uh, versatility is so important in the NFL, and I yep. think I'm once again in this draft dra- uh, draft class I'm the most versatile player in the class. So once again, I do bring that running back receiver. See- uh, uh, aspect special teams from a returner um, to both a returner and uh, a punt returner and a kick, uh, kick returner um, special teams guy as a as a uh, jammer gunner um, I kind of bring everything to to him to the table and once again just kind of being able to be reliable on the field is so important now um, and once again just me being being that versatile guy is so crucial. So once again, I think that's my kind of my biggest key to every single team.
1: I I just want to personally thank you, Dylan, because you oh, have course, finally guys. brought amazing. You, you have finally brought the a good CAA team to join the podcast <laughs> Oh, you shut, up. <laughs> and yes. hey. shut up. Rhode Island, and New Hampshire joined the show today, show. baby. I
0: lost to them this year, man. I mean, I can't say oh. anything right now.
2: See, Dylan's anything. humble. Dylan's humble, and you're being a, a dick over here, Ryan. <laughs> nice. you're, trying yes. to, you're trying to cause a stir. We just had a great oh, conversation. Man, Come on, Ryan. It was a great I conversation. Just, uh, it
0: was a great weeks. conversation. Oh, it can't be like this, man. Come on. Uh, Dylan, cool. I, I hope we do run into you, though, Dylan. We do. If I see you guys, man, I'll say hi. 100%. Sure. Man.
1: Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, Dylan Lowby, star running back, Thanks. New Hampshire 2024 20, Info Draft prospect, first team, signing off.
2: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.